What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. We're going to try to make this podcast quick so she doesn't miss her striptease class. It's the one <laughs> and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And you wish. <laughs> guys, you, you wish. If you could see what she was wearing right now, it is giving fishnet. <laughs> I, I'm staring in, into, I'm not even going to say. I'm into my even. nips? Yep. <laughs> yep. He's obviously joking, and so was Razvan. I'll just put it out there. I don't think it was a good joke. I don't think he spinned it well, but he was definitely joking because think I think- he was joking? I think some of the cast members probably made a comment or a joke about the shirt, which- to me, it doesn't look like he's heading to strip these class. It looks like he's heading back in time to early two <laughs> thousands, hitting hitting a discoteca. I don't think he was joking. I think he attempted to joke. I think the only reason I, I feel like it rings sincere is because we know that these tell all tapings are marathons. We know that they're 12, 14, 20 hours straight. And I feel like he probably had a class planned and he's like Oh, no, now I'm missing it. I, to me, it didn't seem, I don't think he has a sense of humor, first so of all. You think that when he said, oh, I need to focus on myself and my career more, was him stripping? Yes, that is so on brand for him. <laughs> he's an influencer. He's on TikTok. He's taking his shirt off. This, it's a tax write-off, that class. This is so on brand for him <laughs> that I don't think it's a joke. But Colin, I need to know what you guys think because- I'm in complete disagreement with you over this. this I think he tried to joke because even if he was taking striptease lessons, I don't think he would advertise it. I think he would just want everyone to know that, okay, this is me. I've got these moves. I don't take an, I don't take no lessons. I don't think so. We have very different opinions of Raspin, I guess. Everything he does, he puts out there. Everything he does, it's underneath his lights in his apartment everything he does is for show not to skip ahead but do you think he's gonna apply for artist visa so he can strip in the u.s yeah maybe he'll do a whole magic mike chippendales thing go to vegas (laughs) it's all possible in that case all right he was being serious (laughs) i don't know i i do want you guys to call in was that a joke was the striptease comment a joke or was he actually late for class i think he attempted to joke (sighs) The shirt, because the shirt makes sense to me. I was very puzzled by the choice of shirt last week. But if he's on his way to a striptease class, the shirt makes sense to me. Actually, it doesn't. You know why? Because he's already halfway there. No. Because giving away too much for free. Think about it. Stripping with that, you have to take it over your head. It's not that sexy. You got to strip with a button down. No? Uh, like something you can just like... Whoosh, Rip off of yourself. Like if you have to go through a whole thing of like taking it off over your head, mm-hmm. how often do you get stuck in your shirt? I do sometimes. <laughs> this is why you're not a stripper. <laughs> I sometimes oh, do get stuck adorable. in my shirt. <laughs> and so that I don't find that sexy. No, I find that adorable. <laughs> I'll that's show like, you next that's time. Hilarious. <laughs> it doesn't happen to you? No, I've been taking my shirt off by myself for 30 plus years. Yeah, uh, I've gotten it, it down. It never gets stuck, so then it kind of like hangs. What does it get stuck on? On my head. 
It never like I sometimes let you have it. You such a small head. <laughs> I do, but I sometimes let it just hang from the like back of my hat. It looks like I have this shirt hair. Sure. And sometimes so, I dance a little yeah, while I do that. Sometimes I pretend I'm at Burning Man and I put a <laughs> shirt on like a bandana. Absolutely, but it's not stuck. That's on purpose. So, so I'll tell you exactly why that keeps happening to me, and it will make a lot of sense to you. Think about the type of shirts I love to wear. Thinking. Thinking, I don't know, button downs, V-necks, oh, turtlenecks. Turtlenecks. How often do you see me wearing button downs? Not that often, but I love turtlenecks, summer turtlenecks, <laughs> fall turtlenecks, winter turtlenecks. I have all kinds of turtlenecks yeah. and those bitches get stuck on my head. Now I know why you're in the bathroom for so long every <laughs> night. You're wrestling with a turtleneck. That's all right. Hilarious. That's hilarious. All right. We'll talk about all that. And more very shortly. Before we do, a little business real quick. If you guys want to hear us talk about it the other way, that season is out of control. We're talking about it on Patreon and Supercast. You can join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash married to reality, or Supercast, marriedthreality.supercast.com. That will happen on the Cousins Club and Family Affair levels. Family Affair, you get the video, of course, every week, plus a monthly bonus. We did Love is Blind as the Family Affair monthly bonus the other week. So if you want to check it out, please do Patreon and Supercast. Also make sure you're following us on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. We post memes once in a while. We share scheduling and news. But most importantly and most fun, we get to message with you guys over there. Absolutely. That's where you guys call in. When we say call in, let us know. Is Rasmus joking? That's our direct line. That's where you can get to us on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. So no matter what we drop on the free feed, doesn't matter when we drop it, what we drop, how we drop. If you're following the podcast, you'll get it right to your device as soon as we drop it. It's so easy to follow the podcast. You just look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash your luckies is hot. Is Jane's pink hair? Because I'm here for it. I know. I told someone the other day you wanted pink hair. They're like, what? I was like, my reaction too. Yeah, not as pink as Jane's. I just kind of like the washed off blonde pink. But maybe it's 2022. But I mean, I think it's just, it's a past thing. Yeah, a little 2000 late. Now I want silver hair. I'm like trying to get it more silver or grayish. Give it time. time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm already there. I'm, I'm not paying anything for it. Well, you you look beautiful. Thank you. Anyway, Smash Like It's as hot as that hot pink hair. And last but not least, if you guys haven't left a review, you know we love reviews. You know we love love. And if you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on this podcast right here. Do you have one? Teresa, who do you think <laughs> I am? Would we even do a podcast if we didn't have a review to read? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. All right. This review comes to us from our friend Dana Lynn M. Hello, Dana Lynn M. Five stars. Love it. Titled Best Episode Ever. They write, I love you both, and I've listened to every episode. I have to tell you that today's episode was absolutely the best one ever. I belly laughed and spit out my coffee at the whole hard cookie conversation. I'm now listening for the second time because it's so funny. Teresa, I love you, but John is right about Stanika, LOL. So Dana Lynn, a match me abroad listener. Thank you, thank you. Match me abroad fan. Yes, I remember that hard cookie conversation. I think (laughs) I think we were discussing being a tough cookie. Oh you you were like, what is a tough cookie? Is that like a hard cookie? And I had to educate you, as I tend to do on this podcast. Oh, that's the 
it says what you do. Thank and you. I always accept your education. Yes, yes. Well, thank you, Dana Lynn. Beautiful yes. review. Beautiful, beautiful review. And that show, oh, I miss it. I, I hope know. it'll come back. I know. Thinking about thinking about Harold. Oh. Thinking about Misha. Thinking about Stanika. Yeah, all. All our friends. All our friends, yeah. Come on back for season two, won't you? All right. That's the business. What do you say? Before we get into it, before we get into the meat of the episode, a little 90 day by the way. Let's do this. All right. By the way, number one, a little Colt and Vanessa update. All right. So we all know Colt was injured while filming The Last Resort. Mm-hmm. It, it led to them being replaced by Molly and Kelly. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So he was jumping on a trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> I hate uh, laughing about this because I know he really got injured. But really injured. Just the image of him jumping on a trampoline. Where's the footage? Can we release this footage, TLC? Also, where's the trampoline? Because we've been watching The Last Resort and there's no trampoline. Okay. Good point. Well, this is why this is my by the way, because we got some more information about this. So, yes, he was jumping on the trampoline. (laughs) I feel like Vanessa probably double bounced him. Went sideways. But, yeah, he ended up dislocating and breaking a leg, tearing a meniscus. He was in the hospital for two. It was bad, right? But, yes, so this incident happened on the first day of filming while they were in Reno. So I don't even remember episode one of The Last Resort, but I imagine – I guess they were filming before they all got to the resort and a little bit of backstory before they got to the resort. I think so, because Angela was home packing. We saw her home yes. packing. Yes. So I guess that's when this happened. They were filming in Vegas or in, in Reno where they were living. Cities. Yes, they were filming in Nevada. And that's when this happened. And so he never made it oh, to okay. Florida. And so that answers that question because we were always like, how did they edit them out? How did yeah. they edit around them? What did they just magically erase those two extra Adirondack chairs? Like, what happened? And what is the trampoline? And where's the trampoline? Probably in the kitty corner that <laughs> Oliver should have had his birthday party at. But, okay, <gasps> so that's that piece of information. Interesting. And unfortunate. Listen, I don't love cold, but I did feel bad for him. Okay, well, I feel worse because the update is that he's not healing the way that he was hoping. Oh, no. It's been... Almost a year since this happened. He may be on his way to a fourth surgery. And the crazy and sad part, and the reason I'm talking about it today, is that allegedly TLC and Sharp have kind of been absent during this whole debacle. Mm -hmm. Vanessa just posted the other day on social media this kind of a rant saying TLC doesn't care about you unless you're bringing in money And she says they didn't check on Colt while he was in the hospital. They didn't provide their insurance information for months, even though Colt racked up over $250,000 in hospital bills. Jeez. Yes, they say they have their own insurance, so they're good there. But I guess this was a warning in a way to current potential 90-dayers that like, hey, TLC doesn't care about you the way you think they may. And I was trying to piece together why did this just get posted why did Vanessa feel the need to share this now I think and I'm not positive but I think some cast members were upset they didn't get invited to the 90 day 10 year anniversary party oh okay because she posted at the top of the this long cult post it was like or maybe it was at the bottom either way part of the post was don't be surprised you weren't invited 
they don't care about you. Like oh, they don't care about you unless you bring in the money. So I think there was probably some cast members upset they didn't get the invite. And then she goes on and like, why are you surprised? Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say this and maybe I'm, I'm wrong, but they are a TV channel, a TV producer, right? Of course they need you to bring in money. Right. If you don't bring in money, then, well, I don't know what to do with You're you. You're an employee. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, yeah, maybe they should have sent a card or they should have provided the um, insurance in- information, yes, but what else did you expect? I mean, you do build the relationship with people. I'm sure your production team has been with you for season after season, and you would hope that they do care more than just employer-employee relationship, yeah. but yeah, at the end of the day, you are an employee of TLC. Yeah. Your job is to make them money and you get paid for that. Mm-hmm. So I see both sides. Yeah. I, honestly, I don't buy that no one checked on them. As you said, if they did build some relationships, I'm sure people reached out, but like maybe they expected more. Maybe they expected a check. Maybe they expected, I don't know, something, something more. What she said was that because it happened over the weekend, the offices were closed, so they didn't check on them until Monday. And then when they did check on them, they were like, hey, can we film in the hospital to keep an eye on this journey? So, yeah, I I don't know the whole story. They obviously had people filming while this happened and then went to the hospital. So, like, someone was there from TLC, I yeah. have to imagine. But it's a sad story. Hundreds of thousands of dollars in hospital bills, maybe out to the fourth surgery, not healing the way he had hoped. It's a sad story. It is a sad story, yeah. There's three sides to every story. That's very true. I'm just going to add one more thing. It wasn't TLC's fault that he injured himself while jumping on the trampoline unless, unless they one of the- made him without him wanting to. If he was right. like, I don't want to do it, like I don't feel confident, like, no, you have to jump on the trampoline, yeah. then I would be like, yeah, TLC, that's fucked up. But if he goes and jumps on a trampoline and unfortunately gets injured, then again, it's super sad. I feel for them, but unfortunately it happened. Yeah. Release the footage, TLC. <laughs> I don't think they can. Maybe they, Vanessa said they would sue Oh, they knows? own the footage. TLC owns the footage. They can do what they want That's with probably it. probably true. Release the footage. Well, you don't, I don't think you want anyone to see him getting injured. Like, that wouldn't be cool. They showed, who was it, Brittany, who like broke her clavicle oh, going yeah. over an ATV? Yeah. Ooh. Release the footage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's by the way, number one. By the way, number two, Kimberly. From Kimberly and TJ of The Other Way. Okay. She's quite the entrepreneur. She's like a cross between Danielle of Danielle and Johan and Ash, if you remember Ash. I do remember Ash. So I discovered her website. Okay. KimberlyRochelle.site. <laughs> <laughs> I guess KimberlyRochelle.com was taken. I don't know. But there's a lot going on over there. She's got quite a bit to offer. Starting with empowerment speaking for teens and adults, where she aims to inspire and motivate individuals to take control of their life, overcome challenges, and unlock their full potential. She can't even overcome her own challenges. <laughs> Thank you. How much How much is she charging for there was, this? There was no price listed. Oh. If, you, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. But that's the first offering. Okay. Second, she's a transformation coach. 
And surprisingly, she has several five-star reviews from parents on her website raving about how their sons and daughters have blossomed under Kimberly's guidance. Oh, they're like family friends probably that she asked. It's got to be. I can't believe that. And then last but not least, she's an author. She's she's written self-help books. She's written a memoir, books of poetry. And also, she's selling her personal diary. Oh, okay. <laughs> this was my reaction as well. I I would never. That person, she's so unstable. She needs self-help for herself, first of all. She needs a transformation coach. Yeah. How is this person doing transformation coaching and selling self-help book? I have no idea. I, I'm at a loss. When I see that this is what she's doing because she was or is a medium, a psychic, like that seems like maybe a a route to go down. But the whole transformation coach and and empowerment speaking. No. Oh, my gosh. She can't do any of that. No, I don't think it's catching on. I don't think she's got very many followers good because i would be afraid for the people who try on instagram she's got less than two thousand followers yeah because she's a moron it's just yeah (laughs) i I don't know i mean i i wish everyone well in their endeavors but absolutely but here's my issue with her i did think we'll like her i did think like oh wow finally someone who's going to india that's more age appropriate so hopefully the parents will like her right not she just creates drama and then she's the one who always freaks out. And yeah, there were moments Yash fucked up too. I get it. TJ did something stupid. She lo- she lost her shit for four episodes over the apartment that wasn't done perfectly as she wanted it. But she forgot the point that, hey, my fiance built this all on his own. He got the money from the bank like he did this by himself and she was renting over it and cried for four episodes yeah she was doing empowerment screaming not yeah. empowerment speaking yeah this is this Ooh. this entire season is not a good advertisement for this business of hers no but i i was shocked and i felt like i needed to share it with you guys because i hope she has more ideas because this is not gonna work go back to the drawing board yeah to what the drawing board what's the drawing board <laughs> you've never heard this saying no. You go to the drawing board. You, you rethink some things. Oh, okay. You work some things out. You got to go back to the drawing board. Gotcha. Yeah, okay? she definitely does. She needs to go back to the drawing board. So, all right. That's, by the way, number one and number two. Just a couple updates on our friends over there. Nice. Good job. Look at you. Thank you. Should we do it, though? The reason we're here, Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 Days, episode 18, the tell-all part two, which means this is it, folks. This is it for this season. I can't believe this. It's uh, it's been quite the season. I really liked it. I think Me too. I think eighteen episodes, and I don't know that I got tired of any of these people. Nope. So that's the sign of a good season. Let's dive right in with the moment of truth because they left us on quite the cliffhanger. Yes. We've been wondering for weeks what's the deal, what's going on, and we finally get the answer to the question: Violet, are you pregnant with Riley's baby? Well, she said she was, but she had a miscarriage. At least that's what I understood. That's what she said. Now, I'm going to take the phone off the hook 
so that nobody calls in. <laughs> because I feel like I'm going to get shit for saying this. I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just going to say I'm questioning this. I'm questioning the honesty of this statement. And I know I shouldn't. I know that's bad. But we know what Riley said about the very, very, very slim chance of him being able to impregnate someone. Plus, he also said the timeline doesn't add up. Plus, he said the timeline doesn't add up. And now, and I hate to question, and again, the phone's off the hook. She says she got pregnant, but now she's not pregnant. Is it a little convenient, maybe? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I did think about it, too. But I'm going to look at it from the female perspective. And if she did, if she was pregnant, let's just go with the fact that she was. Losing a baby must be so, so, so hard. And she said, it's my health and it's my age, which I understand, too. She's in her 40s. She has two grown kids. So... Yeah, I felt for her. She seemed upset. Even Tiffany was like, yeah, like I get it. Like That's very upsetting news because I don't want to question her because if she did lie about something like this, then she's really, really fucked up. I know, and I hate to question her too. Everyone was being very sympathetic to her. Everyone kind of just dropped it the minute she said that. But come on, you could still go to the doctor, go to the international doctor and give Riley some closure. He asked the question. He wanted proof, and she was unwilling to do that, which also makes me have doubts. The fact that Riley's like, I'm going to pay for you to go to this doctor so that I can hear in a language I understand what's going on, and she's like, no. I said it before. I know. I'm just saying it all adds up to me being a little suspicious, and I know I shouldn't be suspicious, but come on. Can't we question some things once in a while? Yes, we can. We've been... But again, I if she did lose the baby, that's really sad. And I'll, I'll just say this again. If she lied about something like this, she is a shitty, shitty person. I know we've seen her being shitty, but this would be very, very extremely shitty. Yes, it wouldn't. It probably doesn't get worse than that. But one other reason I'm suspicious, too, about the whole thing is she goes, you know, when I was pregnant, I didn't even want to tell Riley that I was pregnant with his child. But it's my culture for a child to have a mother and a father. It's like, wait, what? You were pregnant with someone's child and you didn't even want to tell them? Mm. You didn't want to tell the father of the... That's shitty. Yeah. That's shitty behavior. Yes, she came around and did tell him. But even having the thought, like, I'm not going to tell this guy that he's the father. That's crazy too. The whole yeah. thing is crazy. No matter what's true and what's not true, some of it's crazy. It is crazy. I totally agree with what you said, but at the same time, as I said multiple times, let's give her the benefit of the doubt and see, say she did go through something hard. And as a woman, I have to sympathize. Yeah. Yeah. And I am too. I am too. I'm just questioning as I sympathize. And that's fine. We can question as we sympathize. Okay. So this is that. So what's next for you guys? What is happening? And here we get the answer to what I was afraid of first, but then TLC, classic TLC editing, right? Violet is coming to the United States on a tourist visa. Which She's coming to uh, visit. It's apparently irrelevant, has nothing to do with Riley, but as she's going to be here, they're going to meet up and 
because they're friends now. Apparently, they're friends. <sighs> They'll meet up. And Riley said he has not closed all the doors just yet. He doesn't see them getting back together. But there is a tiny chance. But she wasn't even coming to visit him. I think he caught wind that she was coming to the States. And he suggested, hey, we should meet up while you're here. And she was like, okay, yeah, sure. I guess we can be friends. The trip was not to see Riley. No, she, I, I know. I said it. She got her She got her tourist visa. She's coming to visit the U.S. Why not? And since she's going to be here, well, they can see each other because apparently they're friends, which I don't see. I don't see that. But to me, that just makes the plot thicken even more that... What do you mean? She's not getting anything out of him. It's not like, oh, he's paying for the trip so she can come and see because she's getting his baby and they might have to move here. She's just coming on her own. I wish we prodded a little more into who is she coming to see? How long is she coming What do you mean? Who is she coming to see? She's coming to see the United States of America. I've been here multiple times before I moved here on a vacation. I know, but... Is it a little suspicious that one relationship with an American fails and now she's on her way to America maybe to meet up with another American? I don't know what she's up to. That's what I'm wondering. But listen, there's nothing wrong with coming to visit. A lot of people want to visit the U.S. No, it's just I find the timing interesting. She didn't come while she was dating Riley. True, but also COVID. True. Okay. I, I kind of forget that this was probably filmed like a year ago. Yeah. COVID was probably more. Yeah. I think this was this was filmed where COVID was finally we all were like, okay, we're done. Moving on. Yeah. Okay. So that's what's happening with them. That's the update. Everyone breaks for lunch. There's this moment where Jasmine's telling Riley backstage, oh, after all this toxicity, why do I feel like you still want this to work? between you two and Riley says and maybe you can make more sense of this he goes I'll tell you the truth I would have given her the ring well I cannot make more sense out of this because that's what I heard but what is he saying because he's going I had a ring I would have given it to her no you wouldn't have because you didn't so what is he trying to say well because maybe he meant if things were better between the two of them, meaning he still loves her. He was ready to propose. He brought the ring, but things just did not turn out that way. Like but they apparently was- you banged. Your last interaction was intercourse. So why didn't you give the ring? I think Because you- of sexy time? Are you kidding me? Well, that just means things ended on a positive note. I don't think they did. If they banged? You would, that's the well, but best. He, he said he was so surprised by it that it was kind of like, True. okay... And don't you think, I I hate to doubt, but don't you think it's all part of the master plan that I'm going to bang you right before you leave so that I can say that I'm pregnant with your child? Don't you think there's like a little evil genius to that? Maybe, but it didn't work. He's leaving tomorrow. He's leaving tomorrow. I need to bang him before he gets on the plane so that I can run this scam. Don't you just think it's all too convenient? Maybe, but I'm going to say if she was younger... I would say that she maybe that was her master plan. But like someone who was in her early 40s, she's aware of her age. She has her just two kids who are still like teenagers. It still need her. I don't think this was her master plan, but maybe she was trying to spin it. Who knows? I know. 
I wish, knows? We, I wish we knew more. I wish there was some harder hitting questions like how much time was there? Where Riley believed he was the father? Did he send any money? What was the conversation? Like, that's what you need to know to really figure out yeah. how you feel about this situation. Well, the fact that he said, I basically cannot get a woman pregnant because of the meds I'm on. The timeline doesn't add up. And she is of a certain age. But she didn't know probably about the meds and the implications. She didn't because their communication sucks. Stunk. Her English isn't the best, which is fine. But I don't think he could have a conversation like this with her. Good point. Good point. All right. So that's Riley and Violet. Everyone back to set. Let's talk about Christian and Cleo. Ooh. We got some some updates here. They were actually hanging out for like a month at Christian's place. Yeah. So she just left three days ago. Why didn't she stay for filming? Because I think you're right. Yeah. I think I, I'm, yeah. I, I don't think foreign cast can be around or it's probably considered work and oh, not yeah. That's right. Yeah. So I think you're 100% right because yeah. it's just so convenient that... She was in the States but left three days ago. And then who Nicola is coming yeah. in a couple of days. It's like, but no one's going to be in the States while the filming is taking place. I think it's fine for Jasmine because she's here on K1. They well, will no. get married. Yeah, she's but here yeah, legally. If you, well, they were, Nicola's coming on a tourist visa. Cleo was here on a tourist visa. That's our legal, but oh. you cannot work. But you can't work on the K1 either. You cannot. Hmm. Either. Yeah. So that's interesting. That's what I was trying to figure out. But maybe it's it's fine because they are going to get married. So they will pay Gino and she is with him in the U.S. She's still working. She's putting in a hard day's work on set. (laughs) Yeah, I I honestly, I don't know uh, why or how. But she Cleo left three days ago. And this was interesting. She said she met all the women... And Christian's family, and they all loved her, and it was yeah. beautiful. And I wish Christian let her talk more because he just talked for her, and I fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate when people talk for other people, especially when men talk for women. Like, yeah. let them talk. Well, let me explain what you're trying to say. You, just kidding, Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, Christian said that the reason why he didn't introduce her to any males in his family is because... <laughs> it's because he, he doesn't talk to any males. He only talks to women. Like it, but apparently he comes from a very conservative family and he just wanted to protect Cleo. He didn't want anyone to say anything harsh like they did tell Christian before Cleo even came. Yeah, and I can see that and Cleo even says oh I have a lot of compassion for that I'm not a stranger to rejection or hatred so I can see that and I I wrestle in my mind with well if you're gonna try to have a future with this person shouldn't you finally introduce them to your family but maybe not maybe why cut those people out if they're gonna be shitty people and judgmental people just cut them out well not not really I almost feel like what they did and I don't know if they thought of it this way but Introducing her to all the women who Christian knew will be more accepting, and they were. They loved Cleo. Now Cleo left, and the women will go to the man and be like, oh, my gosh, she's amazing. You mm. have to give her a chance. Like, honestly, she's the best. I can see the love between them. They can kind of soften it. That's a good so point. maybe when she comes next time, they can finally all of them meet each other, and it'll be fine. I think if you are a conservative person... 
and you have a hard time with something like this, which is still ridiculous to me because we live in the 21st century. So just freaking roll with it. We all are people. And maybe you do need a little more time. And maybe this is the time that will make it work. That's a good thought. I like that thought. So then we bring in Jane via video, Cleo's friend, Jane, who's still on the fence about Christian because she thinks he's selfish and doesn't really care about Cleo. But Cleo's quick to defend their relationship and saying, no, like we're really starting to understand ourselves." And then each Christian other. takes over again. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What Cleo's trying to say is that I've been really working on myself. <laughs> it's dude don't do that don't do don't let her, let her talk yes it's maybe a little and i hate this term but maybe it's a little mansplainy but it's also just rooted in his incessant need for attention and to be the star of the show i don't think it has anything to do with like oh i'm gonna talk for this woman i think it has everything to do with i'm gonna be the one talking now because i want all eyes on me. And so mm. it's it's just as bad, but it's coming from a different place, I think. I think, unfortunately, and this is not me defending him necessarily, but that's his personality. Yeah. Like he, and it's hard to change someone's personality unless the person wants to change. And he says, he's like, I'm ongoing. I love talking to people. I, I don't care if, I don't know who I'm talking to. I think he likes flirting with women. I don't think women really are into him and we will see later. <laughs> but... I think that's who he is and like love it or hate it. That's just his personality. Yeah, totally. And so Jane brings up the big red flag, which is Christian still chatting up other girls. And Sean wonders, well, how do you know that? And Jane says, because Cleo tells me. And there's actually one incident that is really striking a chord and, and cause for concern And we learn about... (laughs) You have to explain this to me because I don't get it. We learn about this incident. What it is, is while Cleo was staying with Christian in the States, I guess she caught wind of this Discord group. What's a Discord? Discord, I only have a little knowledge of this, but Discord to me is like a chat Is it like the dark web? It's not, it's not, it can probably get pretty dark, but no, it's, it's out in the open. That's, you use mid journey through discord. Um, it's okay. like, a, it's like a chat, right? And I think you can have rooms and groups and okay. you can chat through discord. And Christian has this one <laughs> server, Steiner's anonymous. And there was a gal who joined, who was pretty active in Steiner's anonymous and Cleo's like, yeah, active with you. And apparently this girl made it pretty clear that she was attracted to Christian. So how do you, if it's just a chat, do you have your photo up? Or? Maybe you have a photo, a profile, maybe okay. you're sharing photos. I don't know. I've, I've literally only used Discord to use MidJourney. But there must have been a way. Sounds right. like ex-chat that would be used yeah, it sounds when I like, was a child. Sounds like a loan at home. Sounds like any AOL. Like ICQ. Yeah, sounds like any AOL chat room. And I'm going to defend Christian here, I think. I don't know that chatting on a Discord server is cheating. Um, I am going to take 
Cleo side because if I find out that you are ICQing some lady, I would be so pissed at you. That would be it. If it's, again, we need more information. If I'm in a chat room, if I'm in Steiner's Anonymous and someone is just like, oh, you're cute. And I'm like, thanks. That's and, not that's not cheating. Well, I I think if that was a conversation and that's where it started and ended, Cleo wouldn't be upset. I think maybe this girl was more intense than that, but I don't know. I mean, knowing Christian, yes, I'm sure he was loving it, lapping it up and encouraging it. But if it's one-sided and it's just one girl in a chat group who is a little too excited, eh, it's not cheating. So if someone messages you and says, oh, you're so cute. How are you doing? You're going to be like, oh, thank you. I'm doing well. How are you? If I'm you in, would start a conversation with a no, person if like I'm this? No, if I'm in Steiner's Anonymous and we're all chatting it up. No, that's cheating. Are you cheating on me? <laughs> no, I haven't been accepted into Steiner's Anonymous <laughs> yet. Um, that's totally inappropriate. It, it is. Like, think, about, think about it the other way. Imagine you saw... My computer, and you saw some chat when the guy's like, Oh, you're super cute. You're looking good. How's it going? I'm like, Oh, thank you so much. Doing well. How are you doing? What are you wearing today? Yeah. You would be so pissed. I, Just think about it. I would. You be always need to put yourself in that position. That's the only way you can ever understand how certain people feel. I do it all the time. I put myself into all kinds of positions and not just things like this, even like, when I'm hungry and I don't know what I want, I picture myself <laughs> eating certain types of food. Okay. That's how I eliminate what I don't want to do. I put myself into different situations. You're so method. That's how I figure things out. No. So you need to do that more because, as you just said, you would not be happy if you saw this on my computer. I know because in that scenario, you responded. You were very excited about the yeah, interaction. Yeah, but you would be too just any responding. Unless you say, oh, thanks. That's where it has to end. Yeah. If it doesn't, then that's flirting and that's border, borderline cheating. Yeah. I hate to say that. Only knowing what we know about Christian can I say, yeah, he was probably out of line. But if I had just heard from one of my friends that like, oh, yeah, I'm in this fantasy football chat group and there's this one girl who just like won't leave me alone. I'd be like, well, that's not cheating. That's some girl who's just obsessed with you and chatting you up, but you're not saying anything out of line that's not cheating but knowing christian yeah he was encouraging it and probably well, lapping it still, up if, if someone's into you and you're responding back to them that's cheating eh. absolutely eh. i need to i never i've never done it but i'm gonna go through your phone i guess because i don't know I'm, what you're up to I'm not, I'm not i don't know what you're up to nobody's talking to me but I feel like you know what I'm saying. No, I don't. Because I can't help if, how someone if, else feels. And so if I'm in a group chat or if I'm just out. Why are you in a group chat with women? That's a good point. Uh, because I don't know. I'm not in this Discord server. But if I was and there's peoples of all gender, if someone starts to compliment you, you just have to cut it off. No, you can say thanks. Yeah. But that's, if they keep talking, then that's an issue. I guess. No, you guess. You can't help what other people do. But if you ignore someone, they'll go away eventually. True. If you If you keep chatting it up, you're like, oh, thanks. They're like, oh, my gosh, you're so cute. I hope you're not married. And you're like, Haha. I mean, I am. 
<laughs> That's really bad. Listen, don't get me wrong. I have a lot of guy friends. I know you have some girlfriends. I'm in group chats on my phone with my guy friends that you know, right? And yeah. not just guys, like girls too. It's my group, happy hour group. I go out with once in a while. That's fine because we all just talk about work and, oh, let's let's do happy hour. How is everyone doing? That's fine. If you are in a group chat and there are some girlfriends that you're friends with, cool. But if someone was like, oh, you're looking very cute today. Oh, like that's bad. No, the part that follows that is bad. If you were like, oh, thanks, you are too. That's bad. If someone just says like, oh, you're so cute, you look great today, and I'm like, thanks. Well, okay. Well, what else would you say? That's it. So if they're going to be like, oh, any compliments for me? I'm like, no. And if they're going to be like, well, and if they keep chatting up, you would keep chatting up? No. That's my point is it's only bad if you return the favor if you reciprocate if you're just on the receiving end how is it any fault of your own and that's what i said i said if you say thanks and you move on that's fine but if you keep chatting which christian has that's why it was bad okay then we're on the same i know i'm saying i i (laughs) i promise what christian did is probably wrong because we know christian but i'm just saying in other circumstances if you just happen to be in a group chat and someone is complimenting you that's not cheating if you're just like oh thanks that's not cheating and then if and it gets- i said and i said that's fine but it just cannot go any further I because agree. if you start a conversation based on someone hitting on you that's bad come on you have I to agree. admit because you're gonna get so much shit from all the friends no ladies. i I agree with what you're saying. Oh, good. I'm just saying (laughs) it's just not immediately crossing the line. If someone else is complimenting you or flirting with you or hitting on you, that's that's not crossing the line for you to receive it. You have to be like, thank you, and then shut it down so it doesn't go further. That's literally what I said. Then we're on the same page. Yeah. Then, then I have to go back and listen to my initial argument because I thought this was always where my head was at. If I was unclear, then I apologize. No, you can't. You you you, you made, can't keep fishing for more compliments. You made it sound like you would have a conversation with this person, which that's what's wrong. Outside, I would outside of the flirtation, but that's what I'm saying. If I was in a if I was in a fantasy football group, and then she was flirty, and then I was like, thanks. I could then go and talk about the Patriots with this person, can't I? As long as we're not talking about flirtation. Like, you, you're going to set up a date to go talk about the Patriots? <laughs> no, in the chat, in the group. We're not talking about real life. We're talking about a chat room. Oh, well, still, no. Let's move on. Let's um, move on. Also, you don't watch football, so. No, and I haven't been in a chat group since my bar mitzvah. <laughs> so, okay. Then we get some never-before-seen footage of Christian. It's at that bar where he chatted up the American and he tells us, he tells the camera, I kind of relish these moments of being alone. I'm a wolf on the prowl. <laughs> she was so not into him. And here's... Deborah? He, Deb, yeah. Here's, here's something I'm going to point out. I don't know if you picked up on it, right? But back when the episode aired, he told Cleo, hey, I met this American woman and I invited her to Thanksgiving. She was supposed to come. Yeah. And then she had, but then Christian said, well, she's not coming because she has other plans. At this bar, she shuts him down immediately saying, hey, I'm going to Belgium. Or Belgium. Yeah. So 
he didn't even have to bring it up, if that makes sense. Because she wasn't coming at all. She wasn't even considering. He likes to show off oh, yeah. that he's got friends and he gets attention. And he can chat people up. Yes, it's all about building up his own ego. He thinks it makes yeah. him look cooler. The only reason why I'm going to say that, I still think this was inappropriate, but at least he mentioned Cleo. He said, hey, I'm here visiting my girlfriend. Totally. If he, if he didn't mention Cleo, I would be like, dude, this is it. Like, you go out, you flirt with women. I think, unfortunately, it is who he is. That's just his personality. I don't, I'm not taking his side. I think you can be friendly without hitting on the woman. And I think he was trying to hit. Yeah. Um. Also... If she started the conversation and he was politely responding, I think that's fine. You're chatting it about two Americans, right? Mm-hmm. He started it. He was going at it. He asked her to exchange some sort of a phone number. Yeah. He invited her to Thanksgiving. That's really, really not good. I think his only save at this point is him mentioning Cleo. And Cleo is not okay with this. Like watching her watching this, she's like, this is not okay. No, super cringe, especially all the Stein talk where he's yeah. like, he's telling us, Oh yes. Instead of getting laid, we say like, Oh, I'm getting some Stein. Uh, it's, I feel like Stein is their buddy who they all think is like this huge ladies man. Like he probably has a signed copy of mystery, the pickup artist book. And they're like, Oh man, Stein, Stein gets all the women. Let's call it like Gen Stein. I think they're probably going off of Einstein and they're just dropped the Ein. And they probably think they're so smart, so they're just going to be Steins. They don't even pronounce it correctly. Yeah, because the whole thing is Steiner's anonymous. Mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm. very, it's very strange. I just think they're very smart. It's very strange. We get back to set, and Christian's defending his behavior. He's like, well, I just love to socialize. Okay, He's like, I crave, I crave being out there and socializing with people. It's like, really? Steiner's going to Stein. Who craves that? I mean... I like certain people, but I do not crave. I've never craved socializing. I, well, that's you, Teresa. I guess. You have to put yourself in the shoes, as you said you do, of people who feed off the energy of others. I guess. I mean, yeah, I can see that. And again, that's just him. And we've seen him doing this multiple times on the plane, getting drunk, parties, talking to all kinds of random people, usually women. But that's what I was going to say to that point. He says, oh, I just love talking. I love socializing. We've never once seen you chat up a guy. You're only, whether it's the plane or the bar or the pub, you're only chatting up women. Well, there are guys, and again, I'm not taking his side. I'm just trying to make sense out of this, that there are guys who feel more comfortable talking to women. Sure. Or I, I don't know why, but sometimes like I get along with your guy friends more than with a lot of girls. Okay. I I have a lot of guy friends. Well, I used to when I was younger because I just feel more comfortable talking to guys. I don't know why. Uh, I do talk to girls too, but I always feel like I really need to click with the girl, with the woman for me to really talk and open up. And I do have some good friends. I'm not saying I don't, but the majority... It is, I don't I don't always click. And maybe that's for him. Maybe he doesn't click with a lot of guys, mm. but feels like it's easier to talk to women. That's a good point. I can see that. So then Sean goes, I think we're all wondering if the woman at the bar thought Christian was being friendly or flirty. So we have her here tonight. And they bring out Deborah. <laughs> I hope 
hope Deb lives in New York because if she flew there for this. Here's what I think. I think this whole thing was TLC production. I think, and not in a faking the storyline sort of way. I think they learned who Christian was over weeks of filming and put Deborah in that bar as a plant, kind of like Bar Rescue. You ever watch Bar Rescue? And they go undercover and John Taffer has one of his guys or girls sit at the bar and order a Manhattan and see how it comes out, see how the bartender. Always are doing. Manhattan? Yeah, I like watching the show. He always yells. That's what bothers me. Okay. But okay. <laughs> we digress. But I think TLC was like, oh, hey, we have this girl back as a PA or in the production office. Let's, Christian's out having a drink by himself. Let's like put her at the bar and see mm. if he'll talk to her. Let's see what goes down if we put a single female in front of him. I don't think it's production driven. You know why? Because it's not that dramatic. Nothing really happened. And she shut him down very quickly. If I think if it was production, she would probably be playing lo- a, no! little, a little more. No, then TLC's so screwed because now TLC's got this PA at the Thanksgiving dinner. I really don't think. I think they went filmed with him at the bar and he ended up just chatting up someone. I mean, listen, we never know. But when they bring Deb on the set, she says, "Yeah, if I didn't, if he didn't tell me that he had a girlfriend, I would definitely think he was trying to flirt with me." But he did tell her that he had a girlfriend. Yeah. So that's good. As it you is. said, that's good. That's good it that is. he was. So that's what I'm saying. She brings zero drama. If he, if she came in and said, "Oh yeah, he was totally hitting on me," like regardless of him having a girlfriend, like I felt so uncomfortable. He was really trying, but that's not what she says. She says, "If I didn't, if I, if he didn't tell me he has a girlfriend, like I would think he was flirting." Yeah. So it probably came across differently for her, right? The cast, they just hate Christian because they're like, his ego is through the roof. He's such a narcissist. And he feels attacked. And part of me, like, the only reason why I get it is because I just think that's his personality. I don't think he just does it to does it. I think he does it because that's what he does. That's what he's been doing his whole life. He's an entertainer. Yes, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) I don't treat people differently. I'm an entertainer. Listen, no, I try to treat everyone the same way. I don't care if people are white or black or young, old women, men. I don't give a shit. I love, and I said this before, I see everyone equal unless you did something very shitty. Then I look down at people who did something horrible. Okay. Right? So when he says that, I get it. Like, you treat everyone the same way. That's how it should but be. But he does, and he only talks to women. Because, again, maybe, just maybe, he feels more comfortable. Who knows? We saw him. He has a guy friend. Yeah. Who has a girlfriend that he's also (laughs) friends with. I don't know. Listen, he does have a big ego. But at the same time, I think he's almost trying to... He has this personality because of something, right? He is this overly friendly and outgoing and does all this because of something. Mm -hmm. And maybe... It's because girls don't come and hit on him normally. Yeah. Girls, I don't see him being, um, oh, there's this cute guy at the bar and is surrounded by girls. I don't think that's him. Maybe some of his friends, right? So he goes and be, he's being friendly. That's his way to fly through life. Okay. All right. I don't know. All right. 
So that's really all we got from Deb. Yeah. Then Sean asks about the future between Christian and Cleo. And Christian says, well, Cleo wants me to go to London and visit her. But I want her to come here. And I don't just mean to visit. There's a question I haven't asked Cleo yet. Oh, this was so bad. I didn't think this was going to be the question. I thought it was going to be like, will you move to America? Or like, do you want to live? With me in the States, I thought that was going to be the question. I thought that'd be a bold question, but I thought that'd be the question. That wasn't the question. He asks if she would be willing to marry him, but this is not a proposal. <laughs> and and I, you can see how confused Cleo is. And she's like, she says she loves him. And as long as this is not an official proposal because she pictures it differently. Yeah. She would say yes. And Christian's like, absolutely. It would all happen in person. I'm just making sure that you, you're okay with it. You're willing to. This, this is so bad. This is the entertainer. This is Christian going, I need to have a big moment on the tell-all. Uh, maybe. I, I need, totally. I need the spotlight. What could I do to steal the show? Oh, propose. But it's not a real proposal, but it's enough to steal the to steal the moment. Or they are trying to be on the next Season of the OG. Okay, but you could still do it off camera. True. Make it a real... Now, whatever but proposal... But he will, he will make it a real proposal because this wasn't <laughs> a real proposal. I know, but <laughs> he just took all of the oh, yeah. wind out of any real proposal that may come. Because he's an awkward moron. Yeah. He Someone kinda... said it's almost like this is... He's such an awkward guy. It was awkward. It, it was, was very awkward. I feel bad for Cleo, but... She somehow seems to be into him, and she loves him. Babe, you're literally everything I'm not. You're the sun to my moon. I accept all your weirdness and quirks. That's Cleo's response to the not a proposal proposal. And Riley's like, so is that a yes? And Cleo says, I think there's a better place for this. And so Christian basically says, yeah, on one of these trips, there will be a proposal. So, ah. Yeah. Yeah, he took the surprise out of it. And I think the best part about a proposal is the element of surprise. I think so. I would. I don't think if I was expecting you to propose to me, I don't think I would enjoy it as much as I did. And again, couples talk about the future, right? And I... I thought, yeah, this is this is going to happen at some point within a year or two years or three years. I don't know about your timeline. Like, we had the conversation of maybe moving to Europe, too. Like, we, we talk about things, but never any details ever. And I'm happy because I loved the proposal. Yeah. Well, talking about, oh, I could see us getting married one day. Yeah. Is not the same as... I have a question I haven't asked. Oh, for sure. Would you be willing to marry me? <laughs> oh, my gosh. But this is not a proposal. But this is not a proposal. Oh. Uh, All right. Uh, Whew, I'm worked up, Teresa. I think we should take a break. All right. The, the cast goes on a break. I think we should take a break. We'll tell you about our sponsors for this episode, and we'll be back in a second. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. It's no spoiler. Tyre did not end up with the real Carmela. But while he may be single, he said he's not ready to mingle. We learned this episode, he's going to take some time for himself. He's taking himself out of the dating game, and he's going to do a bit of self-healing. I think that's great. Self-care and self-healing is so important, but you don't have to do it by yourself. Talking to someone can make a big difference. And BetterHelp, 
makes it easy. So easy. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's a convenient online platform that's flexible and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a short questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you want, you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Think it can't get any better? <laughs> right now, you can get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash mtrpod. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash M-T-R-P-O-D. So whether you got catfished and need someone to talk to who won't judge you, or you just got your K-1 and are feeling a little lost in your new country, maybe you're living in a tiny caravan without hot water, whatever's on your mind, get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MTRPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash M-T-R-P-O-D. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. I have a question that I want to ask you. All right. Would you be willing to move on to David and Sheila? Let's... <laughs> <laughs> But we're actually going to move on to David and Sheila. Yes. What do you mean? Because you just ask like Christian without wanting to do that. No, let's actually being official. Let's actually do it. Let's talk about it. David and Sheila. Um, we learned that she started a store in the Philippines. Sells chips and coffee. And she calls it Sheila's and David's Sari Sari store. And I like it. I don't know what Sari Sari means. It's like a sundry store. It's like your oh. classic convenient store. Yeah. Sheila and David's Sari Sari store. I like it. Yeah. So we get a never before seen clip. And this is where things start to get sad. It's it's David meeting with his lawyers talking about the visa. Yes. And he wants to know what options they have because their plan is to for David to fly to the Philippines, them getting married there with her family and applying for the marriage-based visa. Yes. However, those can take up to three to four years. K-1 can take up to two years. So the lawyers suggest they go for the K-1 and get married in the States. Yeah. This is shocking to David. He can't believe it could take this long. It could take, even with a K-1, it could take two years. I don't even know if I'm going to want a baby in eight months. This could take a long time, and he was not ready for this. And it does. Guys, the immigration, they really do take a while. And I there is a part of me I understand they need to go through everything. They need to make sure the evidence you submitted is correct. Or not even correct. Yeah. It's believable, right? Valid, yeah. Yeah, they may have to make sure you are not a criminal. That, that yeah. There is a lot that goes into that. But let's be honest. When we got first married, we got very lucky. We got my first green card within three months. Our lawyer said, I've never seen this process being so fast, right? But when I when we applied for the renewal, it took almost three years. Yeah. And again, it was all good, all smooth sailing, I guess. But things just take time. And it has nothing to do with... I mean, I guess if you have some hiccups in the application and they find something that's not believable or odd, they might postpone or they might call you for an interview right but even if things everything's fine it just takes time yeah yeah so that's 
the news. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a while. It's going to take a while. And that's just the first step. So we see David FaceTime Sheila to tell her. And I thought for a second, I was like, oh, Sheila's signing is getting even better because they're signing over FaceTime. That's how they communicate. She thought David was saying four months is how long it would take at first. But then she realized, oh, shit, four years. Four years. And David's crying. And it was heartbreaking because this is this is one of those couples where you I believe it I'm yeah like, me too this is as real as it gets this is love yeah well then we learned something even more emotional David was able to help Sheila fix her family home because we all saw mm. the state it was in mm-hmm. we saw her mom dying which was horrible so he helped her rebuild the home we see the home looks nice but we learned that in order to do all this, to do the K-1, to rebuild a home, to take care of that, he works 85 hours a week, which crazy. is crazy. And listen, I'm not going to take it away from David. With podcasting, we do work a lot, too. We do work a lot, but at least... Not 85 as, hours. Oh, uh, we, we could work close to like 70 hours. Maybe. I'm not even joking. But... That's not true, but maybe. Uh... Between work and this work, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. But we sit on the couch, watch a show or shows, and then we talk about it together, right? Mm-hmm. Poor David does hard work. I think he cleans and yeah. I forgot what else he does. That's a manual labor. And he doesn't even have his person with him to go home to afterwards. True. That's why it's so hard. At least she's opened that shop, though. We've seen yeah. so many couples where one person is doing all the work, sending all the money. The other person just sits at home on their phone on social media all day. At least Sheila opened up the the sundry shop, the convenience store. Like She's trying to contribute, it yeah. seems like. So that's all good. Then we switch to this topic, which I just wish we didn't even address. To me, it was dumb. The whole Amy thing. Oh, yeah. Like they're trying to make, there's so much here mm-hmm. to talk. There's so much to talk about between David and Sheila, the sign language, the K1, the son, John Rail, the mom passing. The ho- there's so much real, real to talk about that we don't need to bring up like, oh, David, uh, Amy is pretty cute, right? Well... The reason why they did is because it was affecting Sheila in the background without David even knowing. I so guess. So we see the clip of Sheila being very emotional, saying she's very jealous of Amy because Amy's young and she can sign, right? And they ask her, why don't you tell David? And she's like, I don't want to bring it up. I don't want to have an argument, right? And it breaks David's heart. There is this freaking five-minute break when David's thinking about if he's still in touch with Amy and he's not. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like It was a whole like bait and switch of, David, have you been in contact with Amy recently? And he's like nodding yes, but then he says no. It's like, what are we doing here? Like, yeah. There's real shit to talk about. We don't need to pretend that maybe you're having a secret relationship with Amy. True, no, he's not. And he says it breaks his heart that Sheila felt that way. He's like, I, I was there for you, Sheila. It's yeah. all I care about. Like Amy could sign. It was easier, but come on. She learned in one month. Which still and David David <laughs> says I don't, he goes like I don't buy it I don't buy it and I'm glad he said it because out of all of us he's the one who can say that he would know 
Yeah, who, he would know exactly. Like, yeah. I could never question Amy because I don't know how to sign anything besides the sexy time and the BJ I learned. You could barely sign your name on a contract. You you just kind of like scribble for half a second. What are you talking about? Your we signature got married. is I, poor. I my, my signature is amazing. Your signature is poor, Theresa. What are you talking about? You... You didn't have to learn a new signature. We got married. I took your last name. Mm-hmm. I had to learn a new signature. Okay. I also don't have the best <laughs> handwriting, so. Yeah. Anyways, back to Sheila and David. How is Sheila signing on a scale of one to ten, David? Oh, two to three. That's lower than I thought he was going to give her. If I think about it, it's an it's a big it, it's a big it's an entire language. I know, but still, I feel like my check is like a two. You think that? You don't think it's even a two? No, I think it's like 0.5. Ah. You, you're not learning anything. At least she's trying. I thought. I don't think your check can ever be a 10. No, but I of think, course not. Your English I can't think, be a 10 either. What are you talking about? Eh, it can't be. My English is at like 9.5. My, my English isn't a 10. True. Well, okay. I think if you get, if you learn check and you're at five, I would think think that I would consider you fluent for someone who doesn't live in the country and really? is trying. That's an interesting way to put it. I don't think five is fluent. Five is failing. Out of no. zero to ten, five is a 50. That's for failing. Me, five is getting by, have being able to have a basic conversation, being a probably you cannot discuss the financial situation of the Czech Republic and the history between us and, Czech, and, and Slovakia, mm-hmm. but you would be able to have a conversation or how about your day you would be able to just maybe even talk some music something more like simplistic topics mm-hmm. you would be able to do all that okay and when she's on two to three they can still communicate like well, think about it they talk she, and it's two to three she spells a lot of things out yeah i think that she just needs to learn more and she will at least she's willing like it seems like she's learning definitely oh definitely and sean says well since sheila hasn't mastered ASL, you guys have to get pretty creative when you talk, especially when you're having those more intimate conversations. And we flash to some never before seen footage where we're reminded that David has a huge American penis and all (laughs) the positions that they've tried, the explosions, the BJing till he comes and leave it to Statler to be like, hey, what's the sign for BJ? Oh, yeah. It's a classic sign for a BJ. Yeah, we, we all we, know it. We learned that one in third grade. Oh, yeah. We sure did. <laughs> Jasmine's like, David, how do you say take off your hat? <laughs> That's also an easy one, too, I guess. Yeah, just yeah. take off. So then Jasmine does the take off your hat followed by a BJ sign. And everyone loved it. Yeah. And speaking of Jasmine, let's just dive straight into Jasmine and Gino. All right. We start with the prenup conversation and... How Jasmine had some reservations about that. And she said, well, I felt like a prenup would leave me unprotected. And if something happened, I could be homeless. And so Sean has a very good question. Very good question. And I almost felt like, ooh, this is going to be bad. But it wasn't. Sean says, Gino, did you ask your ex to sign a prenup? Well, no, because she had her own retirement account. Um, she she had a, <laughs> uh, IRA, Roth, 401k. Uh, she, she was doing very she, well, well for herself. She definitely did not because she was a foreigner. He brought her here on the K-1. Hey, she apparently had a retirement account, according to Gino. That's what he said. 
Well, mm. why couldn't she? Maybe. Oh, I mean, she could have something at home. Definitely. But it n- would never be equivalent to what you need for living in the United States. Oh, let me just put she, it this way. She had a job. She was working and she could be putting money away for retirement. But not when she came here. Not when they married. They married on the K-1 visa. She definitely, when she got here, they got married. Mm-hmm. She found a job and started to build her own thing. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. not prior. Maybe in her own country. Yeah. yeah. But that's why I'm like... Let's say if I had some retirement money before I moved here, which I didn't because I moved here when I was 20, then it would basically be nothing here. Plus, I don't even think if I would be able to withdraw it because I would not live in my homeland anymore. I don't know how mm, that works. That's right? a good point. I also think this, I'm going to say this, I think this whole thing happened when he was younger and maybe didn't have a lot of money in his savings. So True. it's almost like you have nothing to lose, right? True. But now he does, and he just he says, "I just want to protect myself just in case." And because we all know Jasmine, uh, we we can understand the just in case protection. <laughs> yeah, uh, just in case Jasmine murders me <laughs> is what Gina was worried about. They start talking about the will. He's like, "Yeah, it scares me. Am I going to get murdered or something?" We haven't yep. gotten married yet. Um, but then we we quickly move to Jasmine's sexual appetite. And the golden shower. And we finally found something Statler hasn't done sexually. Who's the prude now, Statler? Mm-hmm. No golden shower? Well, Dempsey was like, ew. So I don't think Statler is doing any golden shower anytime soon. Fair unless enough. she is a new lady. Which hey. I, who knows? I would not. I wouldn't. But Statler was very anti that cold shower. I'd rather uh. <laughs> maybe a golden shower over a golden shower. If you're Statler. For sure. <laughs> For sure, no. No, cold shower, oh, yeah, over, cold shower over, over a gold shower. Yeah, but I was saying maybe Statler would prefer the golden because oh. she couldn't stand well, yeah, the cold shower. She, yeah, she's she's a proof. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then, then we see the clip of the pupunana tightening. She got her pupunana tightened. It's confirmed. And... It's not as good as it should be because apparently it was very painful and now it's too tight to bang. Too tight. Yeah. Uh, Nicola has some advice, though. Try uh, try going to Jesus. <laughs> try try going to Jesus and maybe that'll help. And she asked me, it's like, absolutely, I'll go to Jesus and ask for more sex. I was good so okay then we learn they're planning for the wedding and Jasmine's trying to adapt to life in Michigan she says I miss my family her poor kids she left behind no shit I was gonna say she doesn't mention the kids but we've never seen the kids I know and I almost feel like they must be living with his with her ex and he probably doesn't want the kids on TV because there is no other reason why we've never seen anyone i hate to say this but if i was a young teenage boy i don't know how old they are but if i was a young kid i would be the one avoiding my mom if she was on television talking about her type pupunana and golden showers and <laughs> i'd be like nope probably nope keep me out of that so that could be the reason that we haven't heard about them or seen from them well i'm curious if they get married if she will bring the kids over yeah. Like, and at the end of the day, they're her kids. And how old 
can they be? She's 35. The kids are definitely no They could be 15. Older. They could be 16. I yeah. Don't I don't think, I think she had, I don't think she got married at 18. I don't know. Maybe she did. Who knows? But the kids are not grown kids. They're kids. Yeah. Where are the kids, Jasmine? I don't know. No one knows. Nobody knows. All right. Then Amanda and Rasmin. Amanda and Rasmin. We learned something that wasn't surprising. That they Rasmin. Are, oh, Mrs. They're not together. Striptease class. <laughs> no, they're not together. Yeah. But they're friends. Nobody's shocked about. And apparently they broke up very soon after she returned. To the U.S., maybe two to three weeks. Also, not surprising because they were basically broken up there. Like, Razvan was so checked out after she made all those comments. Yeah. yeah. Like, he was checked out. He tried. He had some sexy time, but he was checked out. Yeah. And so Jasmine goes, well, do you think maybe you were too mean to Razvan? And she's like, no. When I'm with someone, they need to have thick skin. And she's like, I know I can be a bitch, but that's who I am. Yeah, you were rude to him. You said nasty things in the beginning, but then you wanted to become engaged, so you became nice to him. And Amanda's like, shut the fuck up, Jasmine. He's like, respectfully, shut the fuck up. Oh. Who is she? She like... She's brutal. Yeah. She's really kind of trashy. Her. I can like see her being like a crazy person now. We all felt so bad for her. And listen, I still do. Like losing your husband or losing anyone... For that matter, it's horrible, right? Yeah. She has kids, but man, what a personality, I guess. Yeah. So then we bring in Sister Amber, who was not surprised by the breakup because she knew that they were fighting all the time. And she thought, well, fighting like this during the honeymoon phase, well, that's definitely not a good yeah. sign. And so the reason why they broke up apparently was because Razvan said he needs to focus on himself and on his career yeah. and he wasn't really down for a serious relationship. And Amber feels like he should have told Amanda before she came. But I get what Razvan said. He's like, I needed to see her. Like, totally. if you don't meet someone in person, how do you know? And if we all think back at all the things she said to him, he basically made him feel so small, like he's nobody, right? Uh, after comparing him to Jason and basically, man, like taking his man out of him, mm -hmm. right? I can totally see how he's like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to focus on myself. Totally. That's, yeah. an, that's a nice way to say, I don't want to be with you. That's what I was going to say. Is I almost feel like he was uh, letting her down gently oh, yeah. by putting it on him. Oh, it's not you. It's me. Yeah. It's the classic. It's not you. Yeah. It's me. Um, so I think that's where that was coming from. Riley was trying to be this like hugely moral guy here saying, Oh, isn't it convenient how you realized all this after you banged her? Like, oh, you just wanted to sleep with her. And then once you got that, now you're kind of breaking things off. Let me let me say something. I don't find Razvan attractive for myself. I'm, he's not my type, but I don't think he has luck of ladies talking to him. I think right. he, he wanted to bang someone, he can't bang someone. Right. If it was just about that. I also think a little try before you buy is... For sure. Not the worst. Yeah, I don't think he I don't think he knew this is not gonna work, but I'm gonna bang you anyways. Yeah. So yeah, I don't really agree with Riley on that. And then Sean asks what problems Amanda saw once she met Rasvin. And she goes, Well, he's controlling. Sometimes he can be a little controlling. He doesn't want me to join other people's live streams or give them things. Like these are such twenty twenty three relationship problems yeah and 
then she says something that I'm like, what's going on? She's like, Amber's like, well, but there was a reason for all these rules. Relax, Amber. Relax. And Amanda's like, okay, relax, okay? Relax. And Amber's like, well, I don't want to piss off my sister. Relax, Amber. But I'm Amber. just going to say it. Relax. <laughs> now we know, because not to fast forward to the end, but Amanda's banging some other guy. Oh, yeah. That's what Amanda didn't want Amber to spill at this tell. Yes. That was the whole relax, relax. I don't want to have to confront well, this. Well, Amber says, well, there was an, there was just one main guy that Razvan didn't want her to talk to because Amanda had a romantic relationship with him for a second. Amanda said it was just flirtatious, flirtatious, but same thing. If you are trying to be in a relationship with someone, like, don't flirt online. Like, come on. Like, why is it so hard? <laughs> yeah, didn't you hear the first 25 minutes of this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and the other one is like, I didn't know anything about this. Really? And at yeah. least, listen, at least he flirts openly on his live that she can join. That's how he makes money. People send him gifts. I get oh, it. So that's okay, Teresa? If you're going to make some money, oh. go, go ahead and flirt, okay. flirt away. But right. You have to be live so I can see. Got I think it. flirting in the background with someone messaging, that's fucked up. True. If he does it live, listen, I would not want you to do that. I would not feel comfortable. But again, that's how he makes money. That's how she met him. He entertains the ladies on social media. They buy him shit, right? True. That's what he does. She needs to be okay with it. Otherwise, don't even pursue this guy. That's a fair point. That's a good Her point. Her chatting with another dude behind his back, well, that's not okay. Right, especially because now we know yeah. you're banging that guy. Or someone else. Who knows? Or someone else. So then Sean brings up how Rasvin does have his visa to visit the States. But you guys are broken up, so are you still going to come? Oh, of course, yes. Oh, I'm coming to the States. And after I visit, I plan to apply for an artist visa to move to the States. And yeah, I plan to see Amanda when I'm there. Maybe we'll give each other another chance. Maybe we'll bang it out. And then he says, we kind of go back to the whole kids situation, right? That he wanted to have kids and Amanda didn't. And there is a clip where Razvan says, well, when it comes to the kids, I was just telling her what she wanted to hear. Yikes. Which, listen, at 25 or 26, I think if you're single or just dating someone online, it's hard to picture if you want to have kids or not. I get it, right? But he should have said, he should have said, I don't know. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Or if he felt strongly, he should have said, I do. Him telling her what she wanted to hear, that's not good. Yeah, that almost makes me side with Riley because it's like, oh, you're just telling her what what she wants to hear so that you could bang her. Yeah, but no, not about, I don't think it was about banging. I think it was maybe about him really wanting to come to the U.S. He really does. Yeah. And, and then, it has nothing to do with Amanda. He apparently asked if he could stay with Amanda while he was visiting. Well, I'm glad she said no because she has kids. Totally. Yeah. But... I, I've always been kind of Team Rasvin, especially when you put him next to Amanda. But it does seem like he may just be using her to get to the states. Well, I think I think she was using him to get over her heartbreak, which yeah. is fine. I think she was just too harsh on him mm -hmm. and really put him down. And I think he was kind of like, you know what, fuck this. If anything, I might as well go to the U.S. and maybe stay somewhere for free. Yeah. Like, I think if she was nice to him and the relationship worked out, maybe, maybe 
they could make it work, but I don't see it. I don't see that. I don't yeah. see him being a stepdad. No. I don't see him doing any jobs to support the family. I think he wants to do what he wants to do. He wants to be supported, and he said it before. <laughs> but he, at this point, he's like, I might as well ask. Sure. So, listen, shitty move, but he said he's going to apply for artist visa. Good luck, dude, because what's your art? He's a and singer. Is he? Yeah, I played a song. Oh, you're right. I forgot about 10, it. 10, 15 episodes ago, I played him I singing. don't think you just get an artist visa. I, I think you have to be, like, really good at something. Like, models get artist visa. Like, you yeah. have to be supported by someone there else. There needs to be demand for you. Yeah, yeah, I, th- yeah. I don't think they just give you an artist visa that, yeah, good luck. Come to the States. Yeah. We have too many people trying to make it as yeah, it like, is. I know, like, photographers could if they're commissioned by someone right. who's requesting it for them. Again, as I said, models. Maybe, like other painters and artists who need it because they are, again, they're being commissioned, right? I don't think you can just get it. No, No. with the hopes of becoming an artist. You need to already be established and then come over. Okay. Last but not least. Tyre and real or not so real, Carmela. So Sean asks how Tyre responds to the people who are saying, man, you were ignoring all these red flags. And he goes... You know, they were right. I was ignoring these red flags. He was like, I ignore all of it. Oh, every single red flag. I was just like, "Eh." He goes like, I I was kind of gaslighting myself the whole time, which is good that he's come to terms with this. I like Tyre. I really, really hope he finds love because it's shitty to be catfish, especially by someone like this freaking person. You know what I see for him? What? The single life. Ooh, that would be fun. Because he was at the 90-day 10-year anniversary. Oh, yeah. So they're not done with him. No. And as we were talking about at the top of the show with Vanessa saying, like, look, they're not going to invite you. They're not going to entertain you if they're not going to make money from you. He's prime. He's a prime candidate for the single life. Plus, he didn't get to go this time because he was sick. So True. Maybe they also wanted him to get some love because we all felt bad for Tyre and... A lot of people in his situation might not even want to continue the filming or might feel embarrassed. And he's like, I do feel embarrassed. I did ignore all the red flags, but hey, let me just go through it. And I almost feel, I hope he did it to show other people to be more careful. Definitely. I mean, there's a whole series. It's called Catfish. (laughs) Uh, We didn't need Tyree to do this, but sure. True. Well, I think Catfish, do people have to be in the U.S.? I don't think Neve would just fly elsewhere. I don't know. They must have done an international oh, before. I don't know. Anyways. I'm glad Tyre was on 90 Day. Yeah. We bring in the producer who discovered, who got to the bottom of what was really going on, Amelia. I love the name. Amelia? Yes. It's so nice. All right. Okay. Amelia Earhart? Sure. Okay. Um, And here's what happened. Tyre gave producer Amelia Carmela's Snapchat. So she tried to set up a video chat, which she always does. You got to do some pre-screening, some interviews before filming. But, quote unquote, Carmela kept avoiding these chats, these video chats, kept avoiding Amelia's contact. So red flags started to pop up. But Amelia was persistent. She was emailing. She was calling. And finally, Carmela... Sent an email saying, or Christian, or Christian said, it's time to come clean. And we get this audio call between Amelia and Christian, Christian, the man behind the catfish. 
And he confirms, yep, I've been catfishing Tyree for four or five years. I made this account with a friend of mine. We were catfishing multiple Americans who would send us money. Yes. And he probably got two to three K from Tyree, which <sighs> it's a lot of money. But at least like if you think about it, over four years is not as bad as we've seen oh, we've for seen some worse. yeah, other people. So uh, listen. A lot of money. I hope he'll he'll get on the cameo and he's gonna make it back up. But yeah, I, I'm glad if it was like fifty thousand or something, I'll be like, oh, oh, Tyre. Yeah. So this was the creepy part because Amelia asked, well, what happened when Tyre went to Barbados? And Christian says, well, I needed clothing and I needed a phone, so I had him come and I told him to bring that stuff and bring it to a specific place. And I saw him like I was within viewing distance when he dropped it off and I watched him and I just thought, what a stupid American. Yeah, that's that's disgusting. That was the saddest part where you're just clearly preying on someone. Creepiest part. Creepy. Yeah. Here's the thing. Tyree probably bought some clothes for the real Carmela. What is is Christian going to wear? Like big bras? He's going to sell them. Probably. probably Yeah. He got the phone. He got yeah. clothing he could probably sell. And then we had American Christian on set go from one Christian to another. Fuck you. And whatever bad things happen to you, you probably deserve. True. And Jasmine's like, yeah, karma's a bitch. It will reach out to you. Yes. And then uh, sort of a letdown. We had this moment where Sean's like, Tyree, I know you've never had the chance to speak to Christian, but we were able to find a new number. Do you want to call him? You want to talk to him now? And Tyree's like, yeah, I would. I would call him. So the producers connect. Ring, ring, ring. Voicemail. No, someone picked up and hung up because someone picked up and Tyree said, hello, and the person hung up. But then it said, please leave a message after the it tone. Was- and and Riley said, we're going to get you, motherfucker. Really? I thought someone hung up. I think I think it picked up as it does. And Tyree thought it was someone answering. So it was like, hello. But then oh. I was like, you've reached the mailbox of the fake well, Carmela. I was with Tyree. I saw someone picked up too. Well, everyone has Tyree's back. Everyone loves Tyree. But poor Tyree, he says, his biggest regret about this whole thing is oh boy. him sending news oh boy. with his face in the photo. And he said he was worried about the show coming up. I would. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a real fear. Once this guy finds out he's going to be exposed, yeah, he could totally blackmail Tyree. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's why Tyree won the tell all in a way because they're saying, well, what's your message for Christian, right? Everyone says, fuck you. Everyone mm. says, karma will find you, right? You're a piece of shit. Tyree says, I will take the, the Nicola and Misha's road and I'll just pray for him. Yeah. And that was that was really nice because he just won. Yeah. Totally. Kindness. Yeah. Always kill him with kindness. Mm-hmm. So Sean says, well, a lot of real women want to know, are you single and looking? Tyre says, definitely single. And definitely not looking. Not looking. I need to do some self-healing. Yes. And that's good. Good for Tyre. Take the time, dude. Take it for yourself. You deserve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be back and you'll be better than ever. And if you start dating again online, please, if someone does not want to video chat with you, you cut this person off because you always need to see who you're talking to. Exactly. And that's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's it. Everyone left set. Kind of people 
gave their parting words. Yeah, that's just where we hear Amanda say that she's banging someone oh, else. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, yeah, I mean, there could be a possibility for me and Razvan, but also I'm not waiting around. Like, I'm already talking to someone and she starts yeah. laughing. So yeah. I guess they're doing more than talking. Yeah, but that's it. I mean, whoo. What are, it was listen. It wasn't the. It was like a super dramatic tell-all, like when we have Angela showing her boobs and stuff, or trying to yeah. beat up people. Yeah. But it was good. I thought part. I, I enjoyed it. I thought part two was better than part one. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed both. Yeah, uh, solid season. Really solid season. Yeah. Really solid season. New Some, peeps besides Gino and Jasmine, so that was good. Yeah. So speaking of Gino and Jasmine, they'll be on the. OG. Which is coming up next. Yes. And I said it before. I'll say it again. Guys, don't be disappointed that they're going to be on because I think Jasmine in Michigan will be a blast. If Gino went back to Panama, I would be like, enough. Enough is enough. But her being in Michigan in a very, very cold state, (laughs) I'm here for it. With Marco and Dana right around the corner? Come on. I was going to say Marco and Polo. <laughs> Funny. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it. What a season. Thanks for hanging out with us all season. Yeah. Can't wait to talk about the new season of the 90 Day OG. That starts next week. Wild. Ooh. Wild. In the meantime, if you want even more content, if you want to hear us talk about the other way, that season seems like it's just picking up steam every week. Oh, yeah. You can listen to us on Patreon or Supercast, patreon.com slash reality or marriedreality.supercast.com. Also, make sure you're following us on Instagram. We'll keep you updated about all things over there. Message us over there. Call in. The phones are back on the hook, so feel free to call in. That's on Instagram, at MarriedThreeLityPod. Also, just make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening, so no matter what we drop from the free feed, you get it as soon as we do. It's so easy to follow the podcast. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it is hot. Is the beautiful review we got from our friend. Dana Lynn. And also, as this freaking season, because it was it was great. So thank you, Dana Lynn, for the beautiful review. And thanks, TLC, for keeping us entertained. You got that right. All right. That is it. I've said it all. I've said it all. What a season, as you said. Thank you guys for listening. I've said it all. You've said it all. Said it all. Said it all. Talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.